So my guest is in, and uh, we missed her. We have missed you, Daisy. We we have missed you because uh, you were away. Well, I was away. We were doing stuff in the sports, and you were also doing stuff. And uh, Daisy, you're the counsellor for the school. And whilst you're away, you were doing some sex education with uh, with the parents. Yes, I did. Yeah, well, and I and I was amazed uh, because she said it was years three to five oh. parents that you were talking. Is that is that standard to do uh, sex education so early? Oh, it's never too early to have sex education. Why, why do you feel that? Oh, because from the very beginning, sex education is not teaching kids about intercourse. Of course, it's about your body. How you feel about yourself, to know yourself, and it's also about relationship. Because we we go through it. I mean, I, I'm talking now from from firsthand experience.、Mm. I didn't know about sex education.、Uh, didn't get told much by my parents.、Um, well, I, I was、uh, my my dad had gone. My mum was looking after me. It wasn't、mm. the subject we talked about.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, at school, I think it was the I know when it was. It was in science. And we were we started talking. I must have been about eleven. We started talking about、um, reproduction in rabbits,、mm. and then he he sort of linked it very, very、uh, not very well. I felt、uh, between rabbits and human beings, and it was all we were all giggling, and we were eleven, and it's ridiculous. I think it was far far、It's、too interesting late. Interesting from rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying, "Well, this is how a rabbit reproduces," and、uh-huh. and、uh, you know, and and, and the, 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 They have babies like this, and you think, "Oh, <laughs> this was." It just didn't. It didn't do it for me,、mm. and it would have been nice, I think, to to have.、Um, well, in the period I grew up, sex education and certainly talking about sex was very taboo. Nobody,、mm. nobody did it. It was. It was. I think it's true. Also, on my way growing up, I remember the first、uh, kind of. Formal education I had in school was I was when was when I was in junior, and one day our teacher sep- separate girls from boys and take us into different rooms and we watched a video, and we giggled and、uh, like <laughs> covered our eyes and feel so uncomfortable. And then did they talk about that video afterwards? Or, no, or never. That was, oh, that was it. Never. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so you you were sort of similar situation where just look at that or look at this or listen to this and then、uh, that's it now you've you've had your sex education talk oh oh man I just I found it amazing but I do think it's great that you started to, was this your idea or is this the school policy to talk to the parents about sex education? Uh, we have puberty education in our in Huili, and、uh, we are hoping. To talk to parents more about this issue, some parents brought up how they could communicate with kids on this, and actually it's nursery.、Um, they invited me、uh, to give a lecture back in October or September. Yeah, I think that's very very good. That's very forward thinking. That、mm-hmm. and were the parents when you spoke to them initially and afterwards were they a little reticent about、um, having this? Conversation, and then how did they feel after your presentation? Um, I I didn't talk to the parents before that, but、uh, I can say they are like pretending to be very serious or pretending to be easy at it. 
I see. And maybe some of them might not have been. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's difficult. It is, a, it is a difficult subject to talk about. Mm. Um, I, I don't know how you, how you delivered it, but knowing you, I'm sure you did a very, very good presentation. Thank were, you. Were, were people pleased afterwards? I think it went well. Um, people, I think they are happy. Good, uh. good. Because my daughter, uh, when she was growing up, uh, we, we talked, we, we, were, we were switched on and we talked to, to both of them about sex education. So it wasn't, uh, it didn't, we, we didn't have, give the same experience to our daughters that we had mm-hmm. coming through school. We, we mm-hmm. spoke about mm-hmm. all things. My wife's a midwife. Uh, you know, I, I'm fairly switched on with, with all that sort of stuff. And we, we talked about it and they, they uh, growing up for them was, um, I, I'm sure they had, well, I know they had the teenage angst that all teenagers get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my eldest daughter, she said a few years after going through her teenage bits, and she did t- say this to me, she went through a bit of a dark space. Mm. But it turned out that... Um, she was concerned about her sexuality and it turned out that uh, she didn't like boys but she liked ladies hmm. so and and that's fine that's great great but, parents well well um thank you thank you and she said the same thing but she also said that i i would um, she said dad i feel i can tell you anything because you're very cool but sometimes you you uh, lose it when we don't have enough milk for the breakfast cereal and I said, well, well, that's a very important thing. To, you know, you need milk on your cereal. Uh, but it's a standing joke in our family. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always been, so has my wife. And our daughters are the same to their children as well. They, mm-hmm. They've talked about mm-hmm. it and they're very open about things like that. And I think that's good. So we passed it on. That's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> I want to close. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, is, is there a follow-on? Will there be a follow-on interview? Or not, not an interview. A follow-on presentation? Or if somebody wants to talk further, could they do that with you about as a parent? Of course. Yeah. My door is always open to parents. As long as they, as long as they make appointment ahead of time. Yes, that's, that's always a good thing. In fact, I, uh, I remember, and I do. I must say, I do like your room. I oh. like the outside where you've got uh, on the glass strip, you've got the word counselor mm-hmm. all coloured in, and then when you go in, it's great. You've got all toys on the on the side and uh, and everything. Oh, it's just great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I did. And um, yeah, got that little thing where you flick balls into a basket. Oh. I, I like all that stuff. Next time, visit my play therapy room. Uh, well, it did it for me. I, I was looking at it when we were talking. I thought, oh, really? I want to know what that is. <laughs> oh, we, we, well, we got another big classroom. Actually, we rent that room for now uh, in building, in junior high building. And uh, uh, we, have, uh, we, have, we have put a, a sentry and uh, many other toys. Great. It was very welcoming. Great, great. Uh, I uh, met a lady in, in uh, Berlin uh-huh. who was a counsellor like yourself. And what she did was uh, her speciality was helping people with their own self-esteem mm-hmm. to, to go on and um, do better in their lives and do better in their jobs. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying uh, one day, uh, I, I said to her, oh, well, I've been talking about you, saying how good you are and, you know, you've really helped me. And she said, oh, Baz, please don't don't be saying that to people. I said, why? Why? Well, she said she didn't want to put pressure on herself ah. v- via me saying how good she was because then she'd have to live up to this. Don't idealize me. 
<laughs> but but what I was going to say about her in her room, she used to have stones, little little, pedal, little pebbles uh-huh. in, in a glass jar, uh. and she'd say when you went in, she'd say, uh, "Which of those do you like?" I said, "Well, I like that one." She yeah. said, well, "Well, pick it up and and just feel it and 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 I actually found it very therapeutic." Because I like I like pebbles off mm-hmm. off the beach, mm-hmm. and um, I was stand, standing there. I said, "Did you do this to to everybody?" She said, "Yeah, everybody seems to like touching touching a pebble," mm. and I, to, and I still do it. I pick up pebbles if I'm on the beach. I'll pick up a pebble mm. and I just touch it. Yeah, that will bring a very primary, uh, calming feelings when we touch stones or sands. Yeah, it does. It's very calming. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also nice to see after you touch the stone. I've got I carry one in my po- in my pocket, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's a black one. And whenever I rub it with my fingers, the the sweat goes mm-hmm. off your fingers mm-hmm. and onto the stone. It starts to shine, and that's a lovely feeling as well because you're looking at this, you're thinking, "Oh wow, I'm it's making it." It became it became your treasure. <laughs> it, it did become my treasure. <laughs> a shiny stone, shiny diamond. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was a diamond. <laughs> We're going to play Miley Cyrus in a minute because, and interestingly, we've been talking about sex education, and I I have a record from our mystery year, and this was no coincidence. Uh, this, This particular year, listen to this, it was the International Year of Family Planning across the whole world. That was my mystery year. This was in the charts. I'll see if you can work out what the year was. Now then. Uh, my guest is our school counsellor, and she is great, Daisy Zhang. Thank you. Hi. 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 And I, I love the way you do that when I say that. You. Hi. Hi. It's really good. I, I think there's um there's a great need for for counselling, uh, only because I've had it and I've found it very beneficial personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to know you've actually got a counsellor in the school because, like in in uh, one of the schools I worked at, there was no counsellor at all. There was no, mm. you had to work, if you want, if, if a child had a problem, mm-hmm. they would call the parents in about whatever. But you, they weren't experts in their fields. They were, they were teachers or admin sides of the school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was, mm-hmm. it was a problem, but it wasn't necessarily dealt with by those people. Mm-hmm. That it had to be referred to a, men, uh, a mental health department. who were very, very busy in the whole county. Mm -hmm. So the chances of somebody being given one-to-one when they would need it was very slim. Mm. But here, um, the process, from from what I can gather and what we've spoken about, if there's a problem, somebody highlights it, Mm -hmm. books an appointment with you, and then you you take it through and and also talk to the parents as well. Have I got that right? Yes, yes. I talked with... So, teacher, first teacher get attention with the students, and they refer the student to me. And then I talk with teachers to gather information. And then I talk to the student to have initial assessment. Then I talk, work with parents, and then we will see what's plan coming after. Have you ever worked with people who don't want to be helped? Uh, yes, I think so. And how do you, how do you do, do you refer them to someone else or do they because that must be difficult because this is voluntary mm-hmm. isn't it to mm-hmm. be able to be to be helped and counselled? Mm-hmm. 
So how would you deal with that? Say I say I was uh, referred to you by say I was a student, mm -hmm. and I was referred to you by what, the teacher, and we go through that process. Mm -hmm. And when I'm with you, I, I'm aggressive and I'm got a problem and I don't want to be. Mm. How would you deal with that? Yeah, some student some students will deny that they have a problem or they have difficulty um, dealing with their emotions, or sometimes they they were just not aware. Uh, what's happening to them? Uh, so in in this case, um, I know if you are seeing an outside therapist or counselor, they would suggest the um, parents. It's it's compulsory, so parents should take the responsibility to send the kids to see a therapist on a weekly basis or even more frequencies of frequency. Um, but in school, because the there's a large capacity. And I don't want for students to do that unless it's emergent. So I spend more time working with teachers and uh, parents. And for little, I mean, I mean for students in either in junior high or primary or nursery, you can't not work with students without the family. So, yeah, just put more energy working with parents. Uh, well, I think that's great. And, and I would imagine... Um, like I'll give you an example when my daughter had a problem our youngest daughter had a mm -hmm. problem and we thought she was reading fantastically mm -hmm. but she was only ever reading the same book mm -hmm. and it turns out that she had trouble with phonics mm -hmm. she couldn't make words properly mm -hmm. but she'd listen to us read because we read to her all the time and she particularly liked this book and we'd read the book to her and then she'd read it back to us and, wow. and, all. and it turned out mm -hmm. that what she'd memorized the whole book Mm -hmm. Wow. So she she then had convinced, and that was our hair coping strategy, that she was a good reader. And we thought, well, she's great. And then one of the one of the counselors in this school mm -hmm. or one of the teachers referred us and to come in and, and said, do you realize that your daughter's missed phonics? She doesn't know how to make words. And I said, well, that's strange. I said, she can read that. Oh, she said, what she's done is she's learned that by rote. So when you when you when she she reads to you you think she's reading but she's actually just mimicking what you've read to her. Oh. But anyway, mm -hmm. as soon as we found out there was mm -hmm. a little issue, we mm -hmm. got we got her sorted. She did the phonics and now she's she's fabulous. She's just done a degree and she's a, she's the one who's a counselor now. Yeah. So so it's like we didn't know, and we were a little bit we were a little bit taken aback by saying, "Well, our daughter doesn't know phonics. Of mm -hmm. course she does." Mm. But we didn't know. Mm -hmm. but, but she was mm -hmm. clever enough to to work out. Mm -hmm. And I've been told that people with problems mm -hmm. do make coping strategies. Is, mm -hmm. that, is that correct? Yes, it, we all uh, we use term like defenses. Ah, I see. I see. Oh, and I have one thing to add. Even though the kids sometimes don't want to see me, but it doesn't mean we give up on him. There are teachers out there, and we have SCN teachers there to help him on a like, daily basis in school life. So there's always a way to help our students. That's mm. very good. That's that. If, now, if I was a parent and I was looking at this school, one of the things that I would mm -hmm. choose as, as a unique, mm -hmm. if you like, selling point mm -hmm. is the fact that this, this counseling mm -hmm. service... And I did see that they, I think they're advertising for another counselor as well in, in different parts of the, the, the school. I, I think an international is going to have uh, expat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so that is great. And there is, there is a willingness to look after 
not only the staff but the children and thereby the parents to mm. make sure that the environment is really good. Yeah. I, I always speak to the children when they come in. I always mm-hmm. say, have you had a nice day? And, you know, I can honestly tell you I've had no student say to me, oh, I've had a horrible day. Hmm. So there must be there must be this nice uh, and uh, I think their experience being here with you makes <laughs> the day nice <laughs> because that you are very nice. <laughs> you just keep following me around and saying that in my ear. That's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, Daisy Daisy Zhang in. She is our education. Uh, well, she's our counsellor. I nearly said sex educational expert, which she is. Mm-hmm. She's our school counsellor, and uh, she's coming in on a regular basis. And um, and actually, if you have anything that you want to talk about, you could uh, approach me, and we could discuss it. Uh, on yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We do a lot of talking actually with with my guests, uh, all the guests, and we talk off mic. And um, you just said a very interesting thing. You said, this is my guest, and she's great, Daisy, Daisy Zhang, and she's our school counsellor. And you said, do you want to repeat it about the Chinese? What's that? You said, you said, are you going to, you said, you said to me, are you going to have Chinese programmes on the air? Yes. Yeah. Ah. Yes, we are. I just asked you. Yes. And I was going to say, would you like to do a programme? Yes. Oh, great. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's what we like indeed. Because um, we are... Uh, as as everybody knows, we're, we're um, a bilingual school, and when we have our own students in in the afternoons, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, mm-hmm. um, they're a mixture of grades, and they're all they're all very good. They're all very good, and um, we say to them, um, if you feel less confident talking English, then please do it in Chinese. Mm. And they go, can we? Yes, you can. You're okay. being very flexible and encouraging. To yeah, them. yeah, because it's. I uh, had one boy, uh, and, and I said this to him, I even taught him how to t- talk into a piece of software which would would translate for him ah. to, to help him when he was writing scripts. And mm-hmm. I said, if you, if you want to just talk in Chinese, um, that's fine. He said, well, well, uh, I'd really like to try my English. And he, he came and he did it, and he did it really well. And he said to me one day... I don't need to talk Chinese anymore. I just want to talk English. Yeah, that, that's great. That's great. So, so that was interesting because he had an issue. He looked like he didn't want to be in the group. This was not this year. This was the first year. It looked like he didn't wish wish to be in the group, and he was he was not aggressive. But you know the way somebody looks as though just they would indicate, "Don't talk to me. I don't want to. I don't want to get involved." Mm. But it turned out his understanding of English was not as good as his colleagues. So we, mm. we, I got somebody to translate what I was saying to him, mm-hmm. and then he understood, and then he became part of the group. Mm-hmm. And as I say, we, we then, by the time we'd finished in, in that, that period, he was great. Went on and told us all about his hobbies and where he went on holiday. And it was just, for me, it was so enlightening because all it needed was to make him be able to understand what people were saying and... And then the barrier had gone. So that was great. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, we're going to sort out regular meetings mm-hmm. on, the, on the air. And it's great. And I know you have to go very soon because you always have a meeting around about 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to say once again, thank you very much indeed. I really do enjoy my time with you. Me too. I enjoy being here. <laughs> and we'll talk more about doing a show. Think about what you would like to do. You can you can play Chinese music. You can play any music from anywhere in the world. It's not a problem. Mm.
and it would be great to get you on. And I, I, I'd love to uh, to be able to teach you the skills of which you've already got a bag full because you're talking, you're very confident, and it's brilliant. Thank you, Beth. A pleasure. And all you've got to do then is learn to press the buttons. And that's very, that's very easy too. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And you are being humble. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm gnarly, gnarly. <laughs> so bye, everyone. Okay, there you go. I'm going to press this button. But next time, we'll teach you to do this. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of magic. Queen, it's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic. One dream, one soul.